Hello and welcome to Prosecco and Ponies with Tony. Imagine having a friend that swears too much, has too many opinions, and access to a microphone. On this unfiltered podcast, we are going to cover topics all the way from weird neighbor stories, to tattoo culture, to the best song covers, to why you should never meet your heroes, relationship advice, and why men should always be certain that their beards don't smell like last night's pussy. So grab a drink and let's talk some shit out together. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode one. I'm so excited. This is my very first inaugural episode of Prosecco and Ponies, and I'm just so excited. Um, so uh, listen. This is my first episode. Be patient with me. It'll get better, maybe. I don't know. I can't make any fucking promises. But I am going to start my very first episode because what would an episode of Prosecco and Ponies be without Prosecco? That's crazy, right? So um, listen, you're going to hear a lot of clunking in the background. I apologize for the um, the weird sounds. I am opening my favorite bottle of Prosecco. I have been waiting and waiting and waiting to open this. So here we go. I have a knife, which is, um, once you get to know me, you'll know that knives and myself are very dangerous because I get hurt really easily because I'm very clumsy. Just so you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to say this or not. I hope I don't get in trouble, but this is one of my favorite Proseccos on the planet. It is the pink the Rose Gold Bottega um, Prosecco, and it's my favorite. So wink, wink, Bottega. What, what, bitches, when I'm famous, hit me up, girl. Uh, so I'm opening this bottle, uh, which if you could see this, you'd be horrified right now. So I've got the little corky part. I've got the metal part off now, and I need to pop this cork. So hold on. I'm going to stand up and use the bottom of my dress, and hopefully... I don't break anything. Oh my God, why is that so hard? Okay, it's going, it's going. I should probably not do that over my over my keyboard. Okay, wait. Oh, why is this on so hard? Okay, it's going, it's going. Ready? Okay. Oh! Woohoo! Episode one. Yes. Okay, I'm going to pour it. Can you hear that? Oh, it's magic. Okay, <laughs> I'm not gonna. That sounded like a lot, but it's like it's not that much. I promise. Put that down. Get close. Okay, so I'm gonna set the scene. I'm gonna set the tone here for you for my very first episode, and then I can stop being creepy. Um, I am here. I've got my big giant headphones on, so I can hear myself. I've got my glass of Bottega Rose Gold. <laughs> And it is in my favorite, my favorite wine glass. Um, It's got a lobster on it. So you can guess where I got it from. Wink, wink with a little lobster. Um, I have a problem with glasses. Sometimes I just need to take them. Don't tell them. Please don't tell them. Um, I borrowed this glass and it has a lobster. So let me take a sip of my Prosecco. Hold on. I don't want to slurp into this microphone. Oh my God, just why? 
So today's episode is really all about what's my name again (laughs) and Prosecco. So a couple things. Why Prosecco? Why ponies? Why Tony? Why anything? I'm going to answer like a couple of those questions for you. Firstly, I'm going to tell you a little bit about Prosecco. Prosecco is my favorite drink and I really wanted to include it in this. I am not endorsing drinking by any means. I have lots of friends that don't drink or barely drink. I know it's really hard for some people. Um, I know that, you know, like you shouldn't be drinking every day. I know all of the things and whatever you want to do is good for you. Grab grab a coffee, grab a water, grab some tea if you're that kind of person who likes to have boiled sticks and some hot water. Do that. I don't fucking care. Um, But I will tell you, one time, like five years ago, I read an article in Mary Claire magazine about the benefits of Prosecco. And since then, I'm like, well, it's a health drink. (laughs) So I do want to read a couple things about Prosecco to you and the unexpected health benefits. Now, don't quote me because this is like literally a website And all I did was Google health benefits of Prosecco. And this what came up. Um, Prosecco can help guard against colds. So um, like red wine, it contains antioxidants. And as such, it can reduce your chances of getting the sniffles by a whopping 20, no, 60, 60%. So you know what? It's fucking, it's a health drink. Prosecco can lower your risk of diabetes. Um... A 2009 study in Canada showed that all wines, including sparklers like Prosecco, can lower your risk of contracting diabetes by a cool 13%. So basically, I'm Prosecco-ing for my health. Um, And I will thank you to not fucking come at me and be like, oh, but you know, having a drink a day, brr, brr, brr. Shut up. Um, So just drink whatever you want. Leave me alone. Um, so I chose Prosecco, uh, because it's my favorite and I thought it would give me a chance to have a glass and feel even less guilty about it. Not that I feel that much guilt in the first place. I'm not a real like guilty person. I'm, I am kind of, but like when it comes to having fun and enjoying myself, I'm really, I have no guilt. So that being said, uh, that's Prosecco. Why ponies? Let me fucking tell you something. I... I was a horse girl. I'm going to I'm going to come right out and say it. I was a horse girl. If you don't know what a horse girl is, I encourage you to go go to your Google or whatever you fucking Bing, whatever you use, um and look up horse girls because I was a horse girl. I was always obsessed with horses. When I was very little, I had two things that I loved more than anything. I loved dinosaurs. Oh girl, you better not come at me with your dinosaur facts because I will fuck you up. Um, I had dinosaur blankets. I had like, I had a car mat and I would make my dinosaurs eat the cars on the car mat. But I also really loved horses, horses and ponies, anything to do with horses and ponies. So I will tell you a quick little story. I mean, you know what? I'm going to tell you a bunch of stories because this is my fucking podcast. So I can just say whatever I want. If you don't like it, click off. That's fine. Um, when I was eight, I was like desperate, oh, desperate. I was that kid that was like, I just want a pony. I want a pony. Well, guess what? I got a fucking pony for Christmas and I'm probably the only person I know that actually got a pony for Christmas. So I was eight. It was Christmas. 
I was at my Nana and Papa's trailer. They lived like on a farm outside of the city and I'll totally get into that later. That'll be maybe another um, another podcast episode because I don't want to put it all in one episode. You know what I mean? Then you guys are going to have nothing else to listen to and I'll have nothing else to do. So I <laughs> went, opened up all my presents. It was a wonderful snowy Christmas day on the farm with Nana and Papa and my aunties and uncles and um, I don't think I had any cousins there at that time but anyways it was great and I opened up all my presents and then my Nana says there's one more for you outside and I was like what the fuck could be outside obviously I didn't say I actually I probably did say what the fuck because I've been swearing like a sailor since I was a little kid and I'll get to that in a couple minutes but I went to the back of the trailer, opened up the door, and there on the porch was the most majestic creature I have ever seen. He was tall and black, and he had a white star on his forehead and a red bow tied around his neck. And uh, ah, love at first sight, Rocky, my first pony. (laughs) So I legit got a pony for Christmas. So I'm that girl. And don't make it sound like, oh my God, they must have been rich. Oh, my friend, we had no fucking money, but I got that pony. So you know what? Who needs money when you have ponies? Am I right? Yeah. So um, that didn't help with my horse obsession. I was always obsessed with horses. So um, yeah, Rocky was my best, him and my dog Dino best friends ever. I was a very lonely child. (laughs) Um, I have a little sister who's eight years younger than me. So uh, it took us, you know, when you're eight years apart from your sibling, you sort of have like a disconnect. Um, And all of my cousins were quite a bit younger than me. So really, like I, I spent a lot of my childhood as an only child. And I spent most of my free time on the farm with my grandparents. And so I had one friend in that area. Her name was Roxanne and her and I, we were horse girls together. Oh man, you know, horse girls, we had always had jeans with rips in it and like dirt on our pants. (laughs) We used to like have a pee puddle. (laughs) I can't believe I'm saying this, but I did say that this podcast was going to be unfiltered. So my friend and I, Roxanne, Roxy, and I would like, go to the end of the lane where nobody could see and we would just pee in puddles. (laughs) Can't believe I'm saying that. But like, you know, we were, um, she had a sister, so she didn't, you know, she was like, whatever. We didn't have any concept of what a dick was or how penises did what they did. And we just thought like, oh my God, we can pee in this puddle. It's hilarious. And so we did. So we had a pee puddle at the end of the lane. And every time she came over, to my grandparents' house or I went over to her house, we would totally just pee in <laughs> There was like one at the end of her lane and one at the end of our lane and we would just pee in it. Like if you have to pee, you just go in the pee puddle. It's just what you do. That is like, that's farm life or that's country life like in a nutshell. So anyways, I was always a horse girl that very, I always had long hair that never really got trimmed or brushed properly. Um, even though my auntie was a hairdresser, what they called them back in the day. Don't be mad at me because now they're like, I'm a hairstylist. Like, yeah, fuck, I get it. But back in the day, it was like hairdresser. That's just what it was. So I went through my share of really bad perms. I will tell you that. And that can be a totally other podcast. But 
So Roxanne and I, you know, we she was my only friend there and I never got to see her that often. So I spent the majority of my childhood at my grandparents' house. So I went to school in Brandon. So Monday to Friday, I was in school in Brandon in a little city. Probably nobody knows where that is unless you're my family listening right now, then you know where it is. Um, but we would, I would be there Monday to Friday. And then after that, my grandma would come get me, my Nana, she'd pick me up at the, you know, the end of the week and I would spend the weekend with her. Anytime there was like more than a couple days, like, so all spring break, all Christmas and, um, all summer holiday, I spent all of my time with my Nana and Papa on the farm. So I just kind of grew up like that. So that's the ponies. I was obsessed with ponies. I got a pony for Christmas. I've always loved horses. I used to know all like I could see a horse and know the breed of the horse that it was. And I just I have a unicorn tattoo on my arm and I have a My Little Pony tattoo on my leg. So my love of horses really hasn't go it's not gone away and then eventually I turned into a goth horse girl which is you know quite the combination so anyways that's Prosecco that's ponies let me tell you a little bit about Tony if you're listening you might know me you might be a first-time person hearing me or knowing anything about me my real born given name is Brittany um, I go by Brittany. I go by Tony. Some people call me Brittany. Some people call me Tony. And I often will answer to both. Um, but my really close friends um, will call me Tony. My husband calls me Tony. My mom still has a little bit of a hard time with it. She still calls me Brittany or Britter, Britter Jill. I hear that a lot. Um, more princess. I'd say she calls me princess more than anything. But Anyways, regardless, uh, I go by Tony, I go by Brittany, but Tony is sort of like, I feel like it suits me. I, I don't know what everybody else feels, but you know how people sort of like fit into their names? People grow into their names and I never felt like I grew into a Brittany. I don't feel like a Brittany. I don't know how Brittany is supposed to feel, but like I never felt like a Brittany and I never feel felt like it suited me, if that makes sense. So um. I used to work in an office and I'm not, I'm going to try really hard on this podcast not to like throw shade at places because I have good memories from everywhere. Um, I'm just going to try really hard not to say names of places because I don't want to get people in trouble and um, that kind of thing. So I'm going to try to be really careful about that. And if I don't and I don't catch myself, I apologize. I have nothing but love for everywhere that I've been. Um, But I used to work in an office and sometimes uh, I my job was a little dry. So during helping clients, I was sort of like a, an onboarding specialist for a little while, like onboarding new clients. And when I had like a little bit of downtime, my friend who also worked in an office, her and I would always be emailing back and forth, you know, because you can't talk on the phone all the time. So, so her and I would just be emailing back and forth all the time. Um, and we would always joke about, you know, what would our parents have called us if we were boys? Uh, because her parents, her dad for sure would have wanted a boy. Um, and I grew up being very much uh, a tomboy. And so we were sort of joking about it. And she said she would be Gary. And so I just started calling her Gary. Um, and I think that her mom had said once, like, oh, I would have named you Gary or something like that. So, 
we like laughed about that and I thought oh well my mom always wanted to tell she I so I when my sister was born my sister was born male um, and my mom always had said she really wanted to name my my then brother now sister Anthony and so I thought, oh, Tony would be like, that would have been what she would have called me. It would have been Tony because obviously she likes Anthony. Then Tony's the obvious nickname. So for whatever reason, Tony just, it's stuck. And so I get called Tony, I would say more often than I get called Brittany. Like all of my coworkers all called me Brittany. That's what they knew me by. Um, and most people, like when I introduce myself, I often just use Brittany because it's easier than explaining like one time I made up my own nickname and now I'm Tony. So it's like, it, you know, whatever. But all my social media stuff is always Tony because I kind of feel like I suit that one better. Anyways, I'm Brittany. I'm Tony. Call me whatever the fuck you want. Um, I've been called worse. Uh, I used to work at a place. Um, I am going to, I'm going to put the name out of this place because I feel like I'm, I can't say anything bad about it. Um. I worked for Estee Lauder. Um, you might know or you might not know, I am a retired makeup artist. I was a makeup artist for, I don't know, the better part of eight years. Um, you know, as a goth girl does, you go into makeup, right? So I worked at Estee Lauder and I used to get called the weirdest stuff all the time. Bridget, Bernice, Tiffany, Jessica, stuff that wasn't Britney. <laughs> And Estee Lauder, like back at that time, I worked at sort of like an older location. Uh, it was called the Bay Downtown. Um, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. I'll probably get in trouble for it later. But I had the some of the best years of my life working at the Bay Downtown. And there was, I grew up watching a lot of old British TV. And there used to be a show called Are You Being Served? And I still, to this day, it's probably one of my favorite shows. But working at... Estee Lauder at the Bay downtown was like working in a magical old department store, but goddamn, they had some old people there and they don't listen. And so I would get called all sorts of Bridget and Bernice and Betty and Tiffany, like stuff that wasn't even fucking close. So I'll pretty much answer to anything, but I will say uh, a quick little ditty for you. Um, in 2018, uh, my friend Geraldine and my husband and myself went down to Minneapolis to see one of my favorite bands on the planet. Um, in this moment, Maria Brink, if you ever hear this, please just know that you're my hero and I want to take your picture so fucking bad. Anyway, she'll probably never listen to this, but like if she does, like if somebody knows Maria Brink and they listen to it, can you just like tell her that all I want to do is take her picture and like have her be my muse forever, please and thank you. Wink, wink, do me a solid, okay? Um, so we drove down to Minneapolis and I had some beverages at, at the concert and we had a great time. I was having a great time until I had to pee. And then I'm like, OK, I got to I got to get out of this crowd of 5000 people and try to find a bathroom. So we were in the middle of sort of the in front of the stage. So it was quite a quite a trek to the bathroom. So I got to the bathroom again. I had had some beverages and, you know, like I can't be the only girl that's ever done this. But, you know, when you like sit on the toilet and you're like, oh, my God, I'm just like a little bit more drunk than I thought. And so 
I thought, okay, like I'm just going to close my eyes like for, for a second, just one second. I will close my eyes. Well, you see, it turns out that one second maybe was a little bit longer than a second. <laughs> so I just like, I thought it was just, just for a moment. And I, in the background, I could hear someone yelling, Brittany, Brittany. And I was like, who damn girl, whoever this Brittany girl is, she is, somebody is looking for her. And so I like got up, I pulled my pants up and I could still hear this person yelling, Brittany, Brittany, are you here? And I was like, girl, like your friend's probably gone somewhere. And then I realized, oh my God, <laughs> that's my friend, Sherilyn. She's fucking looking for me. She's looking for Tony, not, oh my God, oh my God. So I didn't even register that she was calling my name. I was like, man, Brittany's in trouble. But I was Brittany and I was in trouble. Um, the, the story is that I was in there for half an hour, which I do not believe that I laid and had a nap on a, on a toilet paper roll for half an hour, but you know, stranger things have happened. Anyways, I found her all was well, <laughs> um, but everybody was super annoyed with me because I thought I had been kidnapped and murdered. So, um, yeah, so you can call me Brittany. You can call me Tony. Tony just is more comfortable for me. I don't know why, but call me whatever you fucking want. You know, um, I've been called worse. I've, I've got some enemies. I don't think I have enemies, but maybe, maybe I do. And they just like, you know, people don't say that to your face. If they, if you're their enemy, they're not like, Hey, you're my mortal enemy. Um, but my, my love of names is like, it, it, is honest. Like it comes from a, a place of like, I've always changed my name. I've been changing my name since I was a little kid. Um, my mom, when she introduced me to her boyfriend, I must've been about four. Um, and we'll talk about, that'll be another episode. Maybe we'll do a dad episode closer to, <laughs> closer to father's day. I'm not ready for that right now. And I don't have enough Prosecco for that. But when my mom introduced me to her boyfriend when I was three or four, I proudly introduced myself as Shira, Princess of Power. Now, if you don't know who that is, you are either too old or too young to be listening to this podcast, or you just need to educate yourself because you missed out on some real good TV. And what was with He-Man being her brother? Like, come on, bro. No, nobody's brother looks like that. Get over it. Anyways, so I had changed my name to Shira, Princess of Power. And, you know, I they kind of let me keep that for a little while. And then around grade three, I got a friend named Crystal. Uh, no, I guess around grade two. Oh, it was grade two. So around grade two, I got a friend named Crystal. And she was this beautiful indigenous girl. She had the, She was like everything that I wanted to be. She like always had a tan and her hair was always perfectly black and straight and beautiful. And she was like pale with these little beautiful freckles. Um, and I thought like, oh man, she's just like the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. Like I want to be Crystal too. Uh, and so I made everybody call me Crystal for a while. And then eventually my mom was like, okay, like you can't, you can't be Crystal. Like you're not Crystal. And I was like, God damn woman, you're always trying to Break my straw, girl. So I, I um, changed. I had another horse at that time. So I 
changed her name to Crystal. And then I, you know, sort of got that out of my system. But, you know, nicknames have happened and I've been trying to change my name for my most of my life that I can remember. So speaking of nicknames, <laughs> I have always, I've sworn for most of my life. I just, I have a potty mouth. I don't know why. It just comes out. It comes out so much like I don't even notice it. And I don't notice it until other people will make a face. Um, one of my favorite units of measurement is a cunt hair, and people seem to take real exception to the word cunt. Um, and I don't know why. Like, it's a word. Like, stop being so mad about words all the time. But anyways, when I was really little, um, I used to live in, when my mom and I were together in our apartment, we had a really small apartment. My mom was, just let me, sorry, let me take it back just a second. My mom had me when she was 24 this could be a whole other episode, but it's sort of an introduction, so I might as well just fucking come out with it now. My mom had me when she was 24. Um, my real dad, sperm donor, uh, he left my mom when she was six months pregnant because he was just a real treat of a guy. You know, wink, wink, Rick talking to you. Um, so he left my mom when she was six months pregnant and him and I, we don't have a relationship. I've met him once um, and he sort of made it kind of clear he wasn't super interested. And you know what? That's OK. That's a, that's for another episode. But anyways, my mom and I lived in an apartment when I was very little and my mom was, you know, she was a single mom. Um, my mom has always worked in um, in uh, what would you call it? I'm going to have to cut me umming and awing out. Um, customer service. So when I was really, really, really little, she worked at Fabricland. My mom is an amazing seamstress, like amazing. She used to always make me these custom uh, Halloween costumes. So I had the coolest costumes ever. Um, but then eventually she started working in a music store. So I grew up like literally half on the farm and half in Brandon, living in a music store with my mom, really. Like I spent so much time in the music store with my mom, which is probably why I have the craziest um, music that I listen to. Like if you look at my Spotify, oh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. If you look at any of my playlists, you'll be like, something's wrong. Like you need therapy. And boy, howdy, are you right? <laughs> I do need therapy, but it's for totally different reasons. Um, so my mom and I lived in an apartment. It was very small and my auntie lived down the hallway and we used to have neighbors that lived, I believe they lived below us. Yeah, they lived underneath us. So we had neighbors that lived underneath us and my mom obviously being, you know, 25 and or 26 even and single, um, she could only afford what she could afford, you know, and so... Uh, we lived in like one of those big old, old houses that they convert to apartments. And the people that lived below us would have these vicious fights. It was a couple, clearly not a great couple, but the walls are paper thin, you know, and I could hear them all the time. They would have these fights and the man would call the woman a fucking bitch all the time. Fucking bitch this, fucking bitch that. And I could hear that from my room, just the screaming and so, 
you know, in my childhood wisdom, I thought like, well, fucking bitch is just what we call people. And so I have an auntie, uh, my auntie Shelly, she's 12 years older than I am. And so she's very much like a big sister more than an auntie. And I, for whatever reason, decided that her name was not Auntie Shelly. It was fucking bitch. And I would use that for everything. I would say, fucking bitch, can I have a glass of water? Fucking bitch, do you want a color? And like nobody ever really stopped me. Luckily, my grandpa has always sort of pretended that his hearing was bad, even if it wasn't. And I think that just comes from him having four girls uh, and, and you know, and then a granddaughter that was like they were all kind of close in age. So, um, you know, <laughs> I've I've been swearing since I knew how to use words and it sort of is something that just happens. So if you don't like swearing, if you're uncomfortable with it, This will not be the podcast for you. Eventually, I'm sure somebody will probably be like, you can't say all those words like that. And then I'll have to fucking come up with a different format. But for now, you know what? This is who I am. This is what you get. (laughs) So you're either along for the ride or you're not. Um, So yeah, just so this was a bit about me. Why Prosecco? Why ponies? Why Tony? Um, I think I answered most of those. So I'm just glad to be here. Um, I'm glad to be doing this. It sort of is like a nice distraction in the chaos that is 2020. And um, I've got a lot more episodes planned. I'm hoping to have some, or I will, I'll be having some guests on eventually. Um, I want to read some listener listener stories if I... uh, I ever have any listeners. I love because I love other people. I love stories and I love telling other people's stories. I love telling stories. And um, you know what? We are all in this madness together. And I'm just um, excited to have a platform that allows me to be able to take a break from my everyday um, being a dog mom and artist and photographer and you know, all the things and just talk about some stuff. Because sometimes I I think of, you know, if I've got all these crazy thoughts in my head, maybe there's other people that have them out there too. And we don't always just have to be alone. Um, and growing up goth and growing up, you know, kind of strange, I always felt like I was alone. And now um, I'm starting to, as I get older, I start to realize like everybody kind of always feels alone. And Um, podcasts and videos and social media is such a great way to connect um, and not feel alone and not feel like we aren't part of something and part of the world happening around us. So I just hope that you stick with me, that you tell me if you like something, tell me if you didn't like something. Um, I'm pretty soft. So if you're mean about it, I'll probably I'll probably cry for a little bit. Um, But I'm just really glad to be doing this. So you can follow me on um, social media. I right now I just have an Instagram account. Um, It is Prosecco underscore and underscore ponies. Um, So you can follow me there. Um, Yeah, (laughs) if you don't have Instagram, then I don't know what to tell you, because right now that's all I got. But I'm going to get a Twitter uh, I've got an email that I need to figure out how to work. And um, yeah, so thank you for listening. Why Prosecco? Why Ponies? Why Tony? This was episode one. Thank you. Just thank you a million times. <laughs> <laughs>